What is it like to move to Sweden and start working at LIU? Well, I've talked to Harald Wiltsche and he'll tell you more about that in this episode. This is Work at LIU. My name is Priya. Welcome to the podcast, Harald. Hi, thank you for inviting me. It's fun to be here. Yeah. So this is a podcast for international employees or international staff at Linköping University. And obviously, if you just started or if you're on your way, way in, you might want to know a bit about how it is to come in as international staff. And you are obviously international staff. Am yes. I right? Yeah. Yes, I <laughs> yeah. am. I, yeah. Yeah. So can you tell me a bit about your background? Oh, yeah, sure. Um, so I'm born and raised in uh, in Austria. Um, uh, parts of my family is also from, from the States. So I, I always had this kind of uh, connection and I uh, studied mathematics and philosophy um, in my in my hometown, actually, uh, at the University uh, of Graz. That's in southern Austria, close to the Slovenian-Italian border. And um, I did uh, my PhD in philosophy and, uh, well, then moved around a little bit, uh, was in uh, at the University of Toronto for a couple of years as a postdoc um, at Stanford University. Um, and uh, my last position before I came to Sweden was um, a little bit back to the roots, uh, to my uh, home institution at the uh, University of Graz. I was assistant professor there. And uh, two years ago in 2019, I uh, came to Linköping University as a professor of philosophy of science. And uh, yeah, that's, that's what I'm doing. And uh, I'm mostly working on philosophy of physics, so I'm, I'm, I'm fairly interdisciplinary and work both with uh, people from theoretical physics and uh, philosophers. Very interesting. Um, so you've been here for two years. What made you decide to come to Linköping University? Well, I mean, honestly, the way how the job market works, uh, wasn't much a decision involved. I applied for jobs and got this one and was quite happy to come here. Uh, as a matter of fact, I, at the time I was uh, negotiating the contract, I had one offer from, from, from Germany and one offer here from, from, from Linköping university. And it wasn't, um, a clear-cut decision right from the get-go because, okay. of course, in many respects, Germany would have been uh, easier language-wise, distance-wise, everything. But I, I think I really liked how um, Linköping University tries to position itself as a um, young, dynamic, interdisciplinary place that puts a lot of value on, let's put it, non-traditional thinking in terms of how academia and the university is structured. And I think that appealed to me and also the idea that hierarchies in general are just flatter in Sweden. And I yeah. think this is true. And this is one of the things I, I, so just to give you one random example, the fact that everyone's office has the same size is just something I appreciate. It's just something and uh, that 
I mean, there might be sometimes a, a, a kind of a glass ceiling you only find out afterwards, but I would say in the Swedish society in general and in academia in particular, it's just more easy uh, to cross certain institutional uh, boundaries. And I appreciate that. Yeah. So did you have an experience uh, from Sweden before or did you do research or like, did you just hope for the best? <laughs> um, well, I, it's funny. I always cheered for the Swedish uh, national team in football. I don't know Obviously, why, but because I, they're I the like best. the colors and I, I, they have a couple of really decent players. Uh, no, other than that, I went to Stockholm a couple of times uh, because I, I, for some weird reason, I was a um, member of the Nordic Society of, of Phenomenology for years now. And I went to a couple of the conferences and one of my closest friends um, moved to Stockholm, I think, 15 years ago uh, and works at Zyrotem uh, Hochschule. And she was also the one who suggested applying for this job, actually. So I knew Sweden a little bit, but only Stockholm. And I largely underestimated how diverse the country is. Um, and uh, so in the end, really moving here was a surprise, even though I've been to Sweden before, I don't know, 10 times. Yeah. No, Sweden is definitely more than Stockholm. I think yeah. sometimes you, you forget yeah. that. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. Um, you mentioned language, um, yeah. that it would have been easier, obviously, if you had taken the job in Germany. So... Language is was that something you found hard, like yes, that you don't so. know Swedish, and yeah. did you like have you come across other hardships or struggles once you've moved here? Well, I mean, language is really something, and I, you know, I heard quite different things uh, before we moved here. Uh, some people told me, "Well, you speak English, you speak uh, German, um, so you'll be fine." I mean, I will be fine, but um, the passage towards being fine will be a longer one, I realize. I mean, my daughter is um, eight and a half and started uh, going to school here. I mean, she was fluent after three months, but yeah. that's, you know, the plasticity of kids' brains. Um, my wife is more or less fluent as well, but I have to say... I perhaps underestimated it a little bit. I started with the language courses and everything, and the pandemic didn't help because I I, I, I guess I find it easier understanding a piece of mathematics than a new language, and then doing that through a computer screen is even harder. And the Swedish language is a wild beast, I have to say, uh, especially the pronunciation. Uh, it's a beautiful language. I really like it. And I'm not only saying that to be polite, but uh, I guess um, I will not talk philosophy in Swedish anytime soon, to be honest. <laughs> I, I, I'm happy if I can engage in, you know, just normal everyday conversations because it starts to to to, to really suck big time because I'm, people are very friendly and English is good and, and everyone is willing to speak English with you. But I feel a little bit impolite at times after two years, still always after three words in Swedish, I have to go back to English. So yeah, that's one of the hardships, I would say. Yeah. Anything else that you that comes to mind? I mean, it's a trick question because I need to be friendly. I'm still, I'm still a little bit strange. No, well, um, okay. I grew up close to the Italian border, 
I sometimes miss food, I guess. And I'm not saying that Swedish food is not good, <laughs> but I would say it's, uh, well, it's not up there with the Italians. That's probably what I like to say. Um, and, but other than that, no, I'm, 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 and the whole family, we're huge fans. So it's, it's a great place to be. Yeah. I, I can actually agree with you on the food. I grew up in an Indian home. Um, Okay. So I mean spices, yeah, yeah, yeah. the greens, and not big fan of the meat and potatoes. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess I, I find yeah. it quite bland. Yeah, yeah. To be honest, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so, what would you say are the main differences? Now, like you've said, you've lived in so many different countries, and it seems like you have a lot of international experiences. But from Sweden compared to Austria, what would you say are the main differences? Hmm. Mm, actually, I I really, what I like about Sweden is I think it's a good mix between things that remind me a lot of the States and North America, and uh, but it is still, of course, very distinctively European. And especially uh, regarding the similarities and differences to Austria, what I appreciate about Sweden is how rules are being handled, I guess, because in Austria, the situation is a little bit, and I think that gets more and more the closer you come uh, or the more towards the east you go. I mean, usually you have the situation, you have certain rules which are written down somewhere, but what people actually do is something else entirely. And in Austria, also in academia, a lot of it, I always imagined coming to Austria for someone uh, from abroad to be quite horrible because you read up on what you're supposed to do, but then what you're supposed to do is something else entirely. And no one knows where you get that information from if you're not born there. Uh, okay. And I think in, in Sweden, it's, 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 it's much more transparent. It's, it's pretty clear. Um, and I mean, you hit against walls, but at least you know where the wall is and how it looks. And that's something I can uh, live with. Um, other than that, yeah, of course, there are many differences, but uh, I don't know. In, in some way, um, Sweden came quite easy to me. At least that's my impression, but you should perhaps ask my neighbors if they did the same thing. <laughs> yeah. Um, like a lot of people, I think, uh, have perceptions of people from other countries. So if you mm. say that someone's from Germany, you think they're a certain way. Um, was there something you thought you knew about Sweden or the Swedes that happened to be completely wrong? Yes, absolutely. Uh, I think my one of the one of the things we planned with much more was to to find it way harder to be accepted socially. Perhaps not even so much at the workplace, because, I mean, of course, you come in with a work contract and you have a certain position and, and, and that's about it. So everything's defined. But I'm more talking about private life, I guess. And we were very surprised how easy it was to be accepted as uh, uh, parts of the community where we live. I mean, we're living a little bit outside of link shopping, 30, 35-ish minutes or something. And it was incredibly easy. Uh, both for us uh, adults, but also and especially uh, for for our daughter, and I'm 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 eternally grateful for that. And 
So we expected people, because that's the preconception uh, people in the rest of Europe, I think, sometimes have that, you know, it's, 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 it's rather defensive, laid back, uh, hard to connect to. But that wasn't my impression at all. We found it very easy to engage with, 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 with people and, and be accepted as part of the community. And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm very thankful for that. Yeah. Um, and I'm I'm happy to hear that as well because I also think that a lot of people think that Swedes are very um, that they're not very social when it comes to people yeah. they don't know. But I think it's also easy to get to know Swedish people. Yes. Um, yeah. That, so that's absolutely also. And 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 I guess what I appreciated a lot. My impression was there aren't that many fixed ideas about what you need to be uh, in order to be Swedish. That's pretty flexible. Yeah. There are a couple of rules and accept those and then you're fine. But it doesn't, I mean, of course, uh, still, I mean, we're Caucasian, we're at a certain age and we're coming from a certain social background. I don't know how it feels if, I don't know, you come from a very different cultural part uh, of the world. But still for us, I, I, I guess asking things so how should i do this how should i do that and i think showing that you want to engage with people is usually really enough and that's 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 a great thing yeah uh you mentioned you have a daughter she goes to school mm -hmm. uh for people who come here with children how would you say how can they prepare their kids like is it hard for the kids to go to school or like You don't have to go into detail. Just briefly, could you just explain? No, I, I found that very easy. We got in touch with the school already uh, from Austria. People at the school were extremely helpful and uh, uh, welcoming. Um, everyone was super nice to our daughter. I mean, she she knew this because we lived in California and uh, her bigger brother went to school in California. So she's used a little bit to, to, to this and doesn't find this she finds it rather natural to learn languages and meet other people but in general i think uh that really was uh well sliding in on a banana i think is what people say so it, banana it, peel it, right banana banana peel, yeah. yeah yeah um my last question um it's just like if if there is someone new coming in uh, yeah. from another country to LIU anytime soon like what is the advice you can give to them Uh yeah that is a very good question and I think it depends very much on which part of LIU you're entering uh I guess your experience at Uh, the technical faculty would be dramatically different from, for instance, um, the faculty for arts and sciences where I am, because I think different parts of LIU are more used or less used to international uh, colleagues. I mean, my advice would be uh, probably to get in touch with someone who's also from abroad, but a couple of years here already. And there are people. And usually, I mean, that's probably... Just go ask people, just write emails, get in touch with people. It's extremely easy, much easier than at any other institution I've seen. Just write an email, say I'm from here and there, I have questions, can I come? And usually it works. And, um, and then, yeah, just try to get from there, I guess. 
and uh, you know, uh, write me an email, uh, harad.wilcher at liu.se. Yeah. Great advice uh, and a really good talk. I'm so happy you wanted to join me today and yeah. hopefully I'll see you on campus. Yes. <laughs> One yes. day when we can I see each other again. Campus life again. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Okay. Thank you, Harald, for talking to me. Thank you. It was great fun. You have listened to Work at LIU with me, Priya, and this episode's guest, Harald Vilche. We will be back with more episodes, so make sure you don't miss out.